What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Committee, your home on college football. We are 30 minutes away from the first selection show of the season, and I'm going to be giving you guys a quick little live top 10, top 15 coverage here from post week nine. And I'm also going to be putting in my predictions for what I think the committee is going to do, uh, as well as we're going to have some guest predictions for what the committee is going to do here. Um, and I know it's going to be coming out right when the show comes out, so no one's probably going to see this. Um, but I'm sure I know that some of you, that you loyal fans will because you guys are great. You guys keep sending me that you're uh, tuning into the show, and I really appreciate your support. So with that being said, let's get into this. Coming in at number 10 in this week's top 10, you can move it, is going to be the Pokes. Oklahoma State has just picked up a nice win against Kansas. Uh, they actually did what they were supposed to do against Kansas, um, unlike a certain other Oklahoma team who decided to lay the bed. Uh, luckily, though, the Sooners did you know, put up a better performance this week. But Oklahoma State, uh, still only a one-loss team after uh, losing to Iowa State and Ames there a few weeks ago. Uh, they still have that win against Baylor, which is now looking a lot better. Baylor is um, climbing their way up. In fact, a little spoiler here, I've got Baylor at number 11 right now, just behind the pokes. Um, and Baylor and Oklahoma are going to be playing soon, which is going to be another big, big 12 game, and that's going to shake up the rankings. That'll be another exciting one. Looking forward to that. Coming in at number 9, we have the Oregon Ducks. Very odd team. The Ducks just continue to kind of not really show that they are better than Ohio State. Um, picking up a win against the Buffaloes last week of Colorado. And it's going to be interesting to see what the committee does with Oregon because it is very much possible that they will be ranked above Ohio State, um, which, I mean, is... They have the same records, uh, and of course, you know, so that would make you think it would lean. Why, you know, why Oregon not ahead of them? Why is Oregon so low? This Ducks team has just, ever since that Ohio State game, has not impressed. They now don't have C.J. Verdell, uh, which obviously is a, a, a big loss for them. Now, uh, Noah Dye has been fantastic regardless, scoring, I believe, four touchdowns it was in the first half or something last week um so it seems that they're all right at the running back position but i am not sold on oregon yet uh i'm not convinced that this is a team that can continue to win and finish uh 12 and 1 going into the playoff uh now if they did it would certainly be um tough to see a scenario in which in a 12 and 1 conference champion with a win over Ohio State on the road does not make the playoff. So based on the resume given right there, although the Pac-12 is terrible, it's um, I know it's not a normal year. as It seems we have many more contenders than uh, what we've seen in the past few years, but that's a team that will most likely have to be put into the playoffs. Uh, I mean, it's really exciting, honestly. I'm super excited for the show because... The past two or three years, the selection shows have been pretty boring because we know every single time who's going to be in the top four. Bama, Clemson, Georgia, Oklahoma, Ohio State, whatever. That was five, but whatever. You know what I mean? And this year, finally, finally, although we know who the number one team is right now, um, 
two through six, maybe seven, maybe eight on this show. Uh, hell, maybe top ten. It is going to be very interesting to see what the committee does because obviously the committee is not the AP poll voters. Um, and now, obviously, the AP poll is irrelevant as it is now in the committee's hands to see what happens in the playoff. Uh, speaking of someone also in their hands, coming at number eight, Michigan just took a loss in East Lansing in a game that the Wolverines were up by 16. Uh, a game Michigan should have won, and uh, it moves Harbaugh to, I believe, three and nine against, or three and eight, three and nine against Michigan State and Ohio State, which is unacceptable. And this loss. Although to a, a really good Michigan State team, obviously who you're going to see here in the top five, uh, one that Michigan had to they had to pull that game out, and it's going to be tough for the rest of the season for the Wolverines to bounce back. And uh, obviously though, if they do it, if they win out, they uh, would be a playoff team. Same with Ohio State. Coming in at number seven is a team who you would have to put in the playoff if they went out. Although, at first glance, you know, you think, who, what? It's Wake Forest, baby. 8-0. One of the highest scoring offenses in the country. Just uh, absolutely throttled Duke. Not that that's that impressive. But, I mean, anything is possible. And it, this year has shown that crazier things have happened uh, Wake Forest is currently fifth in the country in scoring, putting up 43.4 points a game, uh, trailing very some very good offenses, including Pitt, rest in peace, who has just lost this last week uh, as the Kenny Pickett train has come to a bit of a halt. Um, but Wake Forest, as we have talked about week after week, still has a tough schedule remaining in front of them. So they are still going to have to uh, prove that they can be an elite team and uh, win out that ACC because I don't think a one-loss Wake Forest has a shot. Um, they, their remaining four teams are all at least decent teams, although underperformers in some sorts. At North Carolina, NC State, at Clemson, at Boston College, that is a hard schedule for anyone. And the ESPN matchup predictor, predictor is giving North Carolina a 54.6% chance to win that game over Wake Forest this week in Chapel Hill. It's going to be at 11 a.m. on ABC. And uh, I think we can expect Wake Forest to win this one. Uh, what I'm really looking at is NC State and Boston College fading Clemson. Uh, <laughs> Clemson? You don't even talk about them. They're irrelevant. Speaking of irrelevant, number six, Alabama. Uh I wish Alabama could be irrelevant, but that seemingly may never happen because Nick Saban does not want to retire. Uh, the Crimson Tide, uh, as well, controls their own destiny uh, in the SEC West. Obviously, you can afford you can afford a loss, and as Alabama has shown, you can make the playoff uh, as a non-division champion. Uh, will that be the case this year? No, uh, the SEC West doesn't have a Another top, top contender like the Crimson Tide uh, as of yet, though it must be uh, considered Auburn is playing some really good football right now. They are an improving team, and that is going to be no easy game for the Crimson Tide come late November in the Iron Bowl. And that is going to be Bama's toughest remaining game. 
we've just seen ESPN has just put out that their best win for Bama and Georgia, like best win possible from the season would be Florida for both of them, which is completely ridiculous. Uh, Bama has already beaten Ole Miss, and they still are going to Jordan-Hare to play Auburn, which is which would clearly be a better win than Florida uh, after we've seen Florida has fallen off a cliff a bit. Uh, not to mention, Bama did barely win that Florida game. That second half, they seemingly let off the throttle or something. Saban wasn't too pleased with that. Uh, second half of the season, they won't be letting off the throttle. However, uh, although coming off the bye, that, their last game against Tennessee, they were pretty tight in that game till the third quarter, which was kind of odd. Um, and of course they have another cupcake game remaining because it's the SEC and they want to do their late season cupcakes. So Bama controls their own destiny, of course. Um, and really everyone wants them to lose to get out of that playoff conversation. Coming in number five, another team everyone really wants to lose, the Oklahoma Sooners, who will seemingly not lose. Uh, although Oklahoma did put up a good performance finally this week, um, against Texas Tech, not a not a very formidable opponent, uh, above 500, but not a great team there. And uh, the Red Raiders, who have just fired their coach, Matt Wells. Um, you know, Oklahoma obviously controls their own destiny, but they got to go on the road to uh, Stillwater and Waco, who I have 10 and 11 right now, and still have to play Iowa State. So those last three remaining games are going to be quite the test for the Sooners. Um if Oklahoma was to lose to Baylor, I don't think that that would knock them out completely. They would then need to hope for a, uh, of course, a Baylor win out and a Sooners win out and rematch back in the uh, Big 12 title game and take them down similar to what happened with Kyler Murray's team with against the Longhorns back in 2018. Uh, so I wouldn't write them off with a loss. I think many of the country would, though. Uh, but, of course, as we see, there's... So many teams who still control their own destiny, as in win, win out and you're in. Uh, among those, though, might not be number three Cincinnati. And for that reason is Cincinnati not being a Power 5 team doesn't give them much uh, a shot compared to the rest of the uh, rest of the schools up here. Um, and they have a big win against Notre Dame on the road, uh, which is one of the one of the best wins in the country right now. Uh, another the, another one they really wanted to look good was that Indiana game, but as it turns out, Indiana sucks, so doesn't really help them there. Uh, and they've still got SMU, who did just lose, but it's not too much a panic. Uh, SMU is still a really good football team, but the Bearcats just are going to have to hope um, other schools can knock each other out. They're going to have to hope the Big Ten completely... Uh, dismantles each other. They're going to have to hope the Big 12 does the same. Um, maybe hope, of course, for an Auburn win in the Iron Bowl. And if they can get some pieces to fall their way, uh, it'll help them feel a lot better about themselves. But until that happens, uh, even if Cincinnati keeps winning, I don't know how comfortable they can feel as a, power, as a, as a group of five team. And we're going to see what the committee does with them tonight. Uh, I'm thinking that the committee isn't going to be too fond of the Bearcats um, as they have the past two games haven't been the best and we are seeing recent surges from other teams surrounding them. Uh, so 
Potentially here we could be looking at a Cincinnati not being in the top four, even though they've been in the top four of the AP poll for weeks now, which would make many upset. And the Bearcat faithful with game day coming in would be uh, knocked off a, off, off a, a peg a bit there. Um, I trust I trust them to uh, most for the most part. I trust Cincinnati as a team. They are a seemingly complete team with a good offense and a good defense. Though these last two performances, these it's not the Cincinnati the same ones we've seen struggling with a backup led to Lane and a one win Navy is not really acceptable. Though Oklahoma did the same exact thing with Kansas. Uh, if you want to use that argument. And another thing that I think the committee is going to be looking at here, uh, Cincinnati's Power 5 wins are significantly lower than the teams surrounding them. As you look at Georgia with 7, Michigan State 6, Ohio State 5, Oklahoma 7, Bama 5, and Cincinnati only has 2. Uh, in my top 10, Oklahoma State uh, only has 3 as well at this point, which uh, is lower comparable to Cincinnati but they are going to need some help uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to predict it now Cincinnati is going to need some help because their resume as much as people want them and are rooting for them to reach the playoff even with an undefeated resume there it's it it's not a, it's not a super solid one they're going to need definite help from Notre Dame Notre Dame has to finish 11 and 1 uh to make Cincy look as good as they can. <coughs> Coming in at number two. Did not think this would be happening so soon into the Mel Tucker era. The Michigan State Spartans coming off a win against Michigan in the game Michigan should have won, as we talked about. <coughs> Kenneth Walker has put himself atop the Heisman list. And the Spartans are... Still, they still have a lot remaining in their schedule. Still have to play against Penn State and Ohio State, and this week, Michigan State is taking on. <coughs> Apologies for all the coughing. Michigan State is taking on Purdue on the road, uh, and although Purdue took down Iowa, so maybe they'll have to watch out. That should be a an easy game for a team who is now on the national spotlight. And then, of course, coming at number one is Georgia, the Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, Logan here is going to tell you about how good Georgia's been this year. And really not much to say about Georgia this year. Defense, absolutely dominant. Um, <laughs> offense has been really rolling with Stetson Bennett. I, I do believe they'll continue rolling with Stetson Bennett. That is confirmed that he's been winning the locker room over time and time again. Um, and they're going to continue rolling the SEC. They're Biggest challenge will be coming up in the SEC championship game where they're most likely to meet Alabama. And we're back to Gage. Great analysis there from Logan. The dogs are a clear number one team in the country so far. The committee is obviously not going to show them disrespect and move them down. I know the committee loves what they see from the dogs. Everyone loves what they see from the dogs so far. This is the best team in the country. Until proven otherwise, which will that happen? We shall see. SEC championship game would be the biggest chance for that to happen. So, now that we've given the rundown on the top 10, 
Uh, let's get into the top. Just rip off the rest of the top fifteen here. We got number eleven Baylor seven and one. Number twelve Notre Dame seven and one. Talked about both of them. Number thirteen Auburn six and two. Mentioned them as well. Uh, they that is a team who is starting to play better ball down the stretch of the season. And who knows? Maybe Auburn can find themselves into a BCS game or not a BC. Sorry, old lingo there. A New Year's Six game uh, if they continue to win out. Although, of course, never an easy task beating the Crimson Tide. Coming at number 14, we've got Ole Miss, who has just lost to that Auburn team. I did pick that one as well as the Michigan State one, although some of my other picks last week were not as solid. And number 15, uh, another team in the SEC West, Texas A&M at 6-2, climbing their way back up after some interesting escapades along their season. A very odd team there, Texas A&M. Could be Alabama, yet put up 10 points against Colorado. But they're as you know, as Auburn is, they're getting better as well. Uh, as we are now only twelve minutes away from the selection show, uh, we got to talk right here, real quick, right about what is the committee going to do. So, number one will be Georgia. That's that's a write-in. Georgia is the number one team in the country for everyone. Number two, your plausible options: Michigan State, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, Alabama. What I think the committee is going to do here at the number two spot is they are going to put the Oklahoma Sooners at number two. Um, Oklahoma is a team that has changed their identity with new quarterback Caleb Williams, and the committee always seems to love Oklahoma regardless. So it is not too tough envisioning them at the number two spot. Uh, And the Sooners, do they deserve the number two spot? Probably not. Um, Many people would agree with that. That Oklahoma has underperformed in many aspects, though it is championship November. Keep that in mind, fellas. Uh, the Sooners like to turn it up at the end of the season. Number three, who the committee will put at number three in the rankings. I believe they are going to be putting the Michigan State Spartans at number three in the college football playoff rankings, the first ones of the season. Michigan State coming off the win against Michigan. Um, they they like that Big Ten ball. They respect they respect what the Big Ten East has put up this year, and they respect that Michigan State has now made it as the last undefeated team in that division. And for that, I think they will reward them with the number three spot in the playoffs. Though, it's again, it's going to be interesting to see because the AP poll uh, wasn't as kind to Michigan State as Michigan State find themselves below Oklahoma, which is, again, that should not should not be the case. Uh, Michigan State has put up a better resume than Oklahoma. And below Alabama, who, of course, has a loss. Um, great job from the AP poll there over favoring Alabama. Uh, speaking of over favoring Alabama, number four in the playoff poll is going to be the Crimson Tide, I'm predicting here. Uh, I think the Crimson Tide have done enough this season to show that they are still a really good team. Um, and obviously very much in contention, contention for the national championship still, uh, even after the loss of Texas A&M. And I think that the committee is going to slot them in right there. Coming in at number five in the committee's rankings. Um, for that, I think here is now where you see Cincinnati fall into play uh, at 8-0, followed by the, uh, the next two out, followed by number six, Ohio State there. 
Psych! The committee is going to pull a fast one here, and they are going to put, as also predicted by my great co-associate here, Luke Gord, who you just heard a few words from, they're going to put the Oregon Ducks at number six in the first two out of this playoff ranking. They are going to look at that win in Columbus by the Ducks uh, in week two and say that that is the best win in the country and that they deserve to be bumped up ahead of that, ahead of who relative teams such as Michigan, Wake Forest, um, and Ohio State. Uh, and then I think we'll see Ohio State and Michigan fall right behind there in that, uh, as well as Notre Dame, uh, Oklahoma State. And Wake Forest, I think, is not going to be ranked as high as we'd like to see. And for them, I, I think Wake Forest is going to be falling within the 8 and 10 region uh, and possibly... You never know uh, what you know what they're going to do with these six and two SEC teams. Could Auburn find themselves ahead of Wake Forest? That would be interesting. Uh, I hope the committee doesn't do that. I hope they put some respect on the Demadika's name. With that being said, we are only eight minutes away from the show here, uh, and I've got to get this out to you guys. So thanks. That's all going to be for me. Thank you guys so much for listening. But before we go, we're going to hear Luke and Logan's top four predictions for the selection committee. Right now. Hey guys, Luke here. Going to give my top four for today. Obviously, number one, we're going to have Georgia. They're unstoppable. The main question about them is they haven't had to score yet. I don't know if they're going to have to even score at all this year. They're number one. That defense is filthy. Number two, give me Michigan State. Their win against Michigan was really big. They deserve the number two spot. Better wins than any of of the other teams looking at the top four. Number three, give me Cincinnati. I think for the first rankings, they're going to keep them in the top four and respect them at number three, but ultimately I think they'll drop down. Then number four, give us Oklahoma. They don't have a win quite like Cincinnati, but they're undefeated. Played nine games in a row. They'll be in the top four. It's Logan again, coming in with you. Uh, number one, obviously, it's going to be Georgia, the most dominant team in maybe college football regular season history. Um, more to be seen on them in coming games. Number two, I'm going to have to go with Michigan State. Just they are rolling right now. They have possibly the Heisman winner for this year, and Kenneth Walker. We'll, uh, we'll see what Heisman voters think about that. But as their offense continues to run wild, um, number three, I'm going to have to go with Oklahoma. A little bit of a homer here with this pick, but I think under Kel Williams, the, the eye test for Oklahoma seems to be in the positive direction. The Kansas game was an anomaly. The whole team came out flat. Uh, I don't see that happening again. Um, and then number four, I'm going to put Cincinnati. They're, they've done all they can. They're staying undefeated. However, I think they go below OU just based off of their uh, Power 5 wins. You hear to hear, guys. We got three predictions for the committee, what they're going to do tonight. Uh, and if you guys like listening to this one, you guys are going to love the post-committee's rankings reaction show coming at you guys later tonight. We're going to be back, and we are going to be talking about uh, what they did, what this means, and discuss some playoff scenarios perhaps. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I will see you soon.